0: Major support for Out to Lunch provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937, now with more than 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, online at joneswalker.com. Additional support for Out to Lunch from Fidelity Homestead Savings Bank and
1: Resource Management, Inc.,
2: From Commander's Palace Restaurant in the Garden District in New Orleans, we're out to lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Tulane University's A.B. Freeman School of Business professor and economist. It's business
0: New Orleans style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Once a week I have lunch at Commander's Palace and invite guests from the world of New Orleans business to join me. Have you ever noticed when things go wrong in your life and you really need a friend, it's sometimes surprising who steps up and is there for you. When things went about as wrong as they could get for New Orleans and we were on the brink of being literally washed off the face of the earth in 2005, the most surprising of our saviors turned out to be Hollywood superstar Brad Pitt. Mr. Pitt used his fame, passion, and huge amount of time, energy, and creativity to lead a movement that would rebuild the destroyed Ninth Ward with architecturally exciting and sustainable housing. His organization, Make It Right, was a beacon in the darkness after Katrina and is still building houses today. Taylor Royal is the communications director of Make It Right and joins me on Out to Lunch today. Taylor, thanks for coming.
2: Thanks, Peter. It's a lovely introduction. Happy to be here.
0: Well, we're glad to have you. And if you're and if you're building something slightly bigger than a house, so let's say a natural gas pipeline, a chemical plant, or a road, you're going to have to deal with a complex relationship with the environment. Uh, the requirements on industries to be good stewards of the land uh, they build on are so mired in regulation that it takes specialists to handle it. One of Louisiana's most active players in this field is resource environmental solutions. Its president and CEO, Peter kuig is right here across the table. Uh, Peter, thanks for coming. Thank you, Peter. This will be good. Yeah, doing <laughs> doing Peter's today. This is all going all gonna to work out fine and some good food. Now, Taylor, uh, we're all very aware of how Make It Right got started and all the valuable attention Brad Pitt uh, brought to us. Uh, most of us have been down to take a look at the amazing houses that have gone up in the Ninth Ward. Those of us who were able to stay here after Katrina have gotten on with our lives, uh, and the national press has long since packed up and gone home, Uh, but you're still hard at it. You're working every day, building houses, which isn't all that glamorous. Uh, How have you managed to keep Make It Right going with funding, uh, momentum, and and morale all this time? How have you done, Taylor?
2: Well, I I think the original commitment was... um important in keeping momentum. So we decided that we're going to help rebuild this neighborhood, arguably the most devastated neighborhood by Hurricane Katrina, especially in New Orleans. Um, And we worked a lot with the community and we decided that um, we would build 150 homes because 150 homes seemed like a neighborhood to us. So if you build one or two homes that might be interesting and that might... um, advance the neighborhood would be one thing, but to build 150 homes where families could come back together, people who'd lived across the street from each other before the storm could see their neighbors again and, um, and and really feel like it was it was home again, then that is what we wanted to do.
0: And Taylor, that's a big part of it, right? In other words, you didn't build these homes for outsiders to come in in the Ninth Ward. This was meant to bring these people back, right?
2: Right, I think there are a lot of people who would love to have um, a solar-powered, sustainable home designed by Frank Gehry. There, I would love to have that, but I am not eligible because I didn't live in the neighborhood before Hurricane Katrina, and that's an important part of what we're doing is it's it's really important to us that we advance green building and sustainable practices at, at a price that families, any family, can afford. But for this neighborhood, our, our one of our critical goals is to make sure that the families who were devastated by this hurricane can return to the neighborhood they love. They were planning to do that with or without us, and we wanted to help.
0: And now uh, the goal was 150 houses. How far along are you?
2: We're 86 oh, okay. as of today and still building, you know, breaking ground on new homes every week.
0: And I have some friends that worked on uh, designing these uh, homes and helping. It's, it's phenomenal, isn't it?
2: It is, they're, they're beautiful homes, I mean, they were designed by architects from New Orleans, um, from Baton Rouge, and then as far as Tokyo, London, we have a designer from Accra, Ghana, so we took really the best ideas from all over the world, and we wanted to, um, to bring those to New Orleans, to bring those to the Lower Ninth Ward, because we believe that design really has the ability to bring dignity to, to people and we wanted homes that were well designed, that were beautiful. And we could have made them less expensive, we could have made them um, less interesting probably, but it was important to us to make a statement, this community is important. And so Frank Gehry, David Adjaye, Tom Maine, local architects like um, Esky Dumez and Ripple and um, Trey Trahan from Baton Rouge, those were all the people that we wanted to bring in to work on this project.
0: And uh, we got a little test of the area, I guess, through Hurricane Isaac, and everything held together.
2: We did. Actually, I stayed there with two of our staff members in a house, in a Make It Right house. It was my first hurricane. Oh, you Um, rode it
0: through in one of the new homes? I did, in one of
2: the new homes. I didn't tell my parents, uh, (laughs) (laughs) because I thought they might really freak out about that. But I I thought, you know, well, everyone's going to be watching this, and they were. There are a lot of reporters down there. We reached out to all the people who follow us on social media and posted, uh, you know, freak this is what it looks like um, but I thought personally we say that these homes are are able to weather a storm we say that they're going to stand up so let's stay here and see how it does and, and they did beautifully there was no damage a few trees down some fences but other than that they were fine and the house was really great inside it didn't shake it, it wasn't scary at all it, it was great
0: Now I'm sure some people listening and thinking god you know she ever met Brad Pitt have you met Brad Pitt? I have
2: met Brad Pitt. Pitt. Yeah, but that's <laughs>
0: not your fa- your first uh, brush with fame, right? You did something. Uh, what did you Good. do with Bono?
2: I worked for Bono's One Campaign, which is based in D.C. And the goal of of their organization is to bring a lot of attention, especially with policymakers and decision makers, about poverty in Africa, um, about issues of debt, trade, AIDS, um, health, and education. And so it was great. It was wonderful. He's uh, he's really dedicated. I think he's. You know, been in, been working on those issues for years, and and it's it it was a great experience.
0: Well, you're lucky to meet them. We're lucky that you moved to New Orleans. That's that's the part. Thanks, Um, (laughs) thanks, I'm
2: so thrilled to be here. Thanks,
0: Peter. Now, Peter, uh, unlike Brad Pitt's, uh, make it right. Uh, Resource Environmental Solutions is a company most of us uh, listening to, to the show probably never heard of. You don't have a you need a celebrity. That's what you need, Peter. You need uh, There's uh, <laughs> Hi, I'm Travis Tritt for Resource Environmental <laughs> Solutions. Uh, but you're dealing with issues that affect all of us. The work you do restoring wetlands is part of what's protecting us from being wiped out by the next hurricane. That's one side of the argument. The other side is industry is overregulated, and all this environmentalism doesn't do anything but drive up the cost of everything from oil to milk. Uh, the relationship between industry and the environment is something we all hear about, but not something we know much about. I'm hoping you'll be able to shed some light on this, uh, maybe after a martini, and uh, maybe kick off by telling us, you know, what do you actually do day to day in your office?
1: Well, uh, over the last six or seven years uh, since we founded Res, um, we essentially go out there and look for property that has been degraded uh, by man through uh, its activities previously. Give me a couple of examples uh, uh, disaster farms. Farms that were in the 70s and 80s in Louisiana, there were, uh, when soybean prices went through the roof, people slashed and burned bottomland hardwood forest uh, in lower areas of, of swamps, and planted all kinds of soybeans. And, when, and, and, and essentially, um, in a lot of the low-lying areas, they became very flood-prone. And so one of the things that's an area that we'll look at where we look for a farm that does isn't necessarily as productive as it should be uh, and because of the types of soils that it has and because of the flood prone issues that it has and we come up with a plan to restore, Uh, the wetlands and go through a process with the Corps of Engineers where we present them with our plans, there are functional assessment models that are run on the properties to to calculate the amount of uplift uh, that we're able to provide and they're essentially turned into credits uh on the so we and we're required to do the work ahead of time set up financial assurances to 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 ensure that we succeed uh in what we're doing and planting and and restoring the properties and then those credits are released over time and they're matched up on the other side to impacts uh of wetlands in a in a in a in a localized service area um it's not like we can set up a bank in north louisiana and offset something in venice Uh, so there's a watershed approach and so what we've had to do is literally uh, we started in louisiana and we've essentially tried to cover the state um, with properties all over the state uh, based on the service areas and the demand that each of those service areas will create in the future and um, as transportation projects roads uh, uh, neighborhood developments are built Um, It's uh, a way for someone with an isolated wetland uh, that they can't avoid because the first policy is the avoidance of wetlands. Uh, And if they can't avoid the wetlands, they have to provide an offset. Uh, uh, One of our partners, Dr. John Elstrad, is also chairman of Whole Foods. So we come from the background that we like to make money while doing good. And so, and I think that's what probably listeners would think. Cause is that possible? I guess it, uh, it, it, it is. It's not easy <laughs> <laughs> uh, because we have to deal. You know, we we have to deal um, with not just the Corps of Engineers, but an interagency review team made up of five, six, sometimes seven or eight different federal and state oh partners. And so, uh, in order to get a restoration project um, approved, it takes a lot of time and effort. And so. Uh, it's not the easiest thing in the world to do. Um, but, uh, you know, because of our business background, because of our economic development background, one of the risks that we saw if we if someone didn't enter this market was that uh, economy slow down. Um, and, right. and, and you still see it as a result of the regulatory processes taking some time, which, you know, I'm not saying it should happen overnight because obviously we're dealing with large projects with large impacts. And we're we also do three four five thousand acre restoration plans um so it's 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 something that can be streamlined but it's also a very important regulatory framework that needs to be worked through because it, it is our wetlands we need to protect them um but also see the good in restoring wetlands that have been formerly uh, and aggregate those those current impacts, the one acre two acre three acre impacts into a larger restoration project that provides a good benefit for the entire watershed well, uh, Peter, I think people will get the, the benefit on the wetland side. I think the part that 's confusing for people is the, is the credit side yeah, we definitely realize that there is a uh, it 's like most argu- it 's like most situations in America there are Uh, Both sides of the argument and and the way that we have to approach it and the way that we tell everybody that works at res is that to approach it agnostically. uh, We have to believe that we're doing good by restoring wetlands, which is a pretty simple buy in. Um, and then we really have to approach, and one of the reasons I think we succeed is that we do it a little differently. Most people go into markets and they say, this is how we did it there, this is how you should do it. And what we go in and is we like to talk to the individual regulators and figure out what, what they want to see through the program, what they'd like to see us produce, and come up with larger scale projects to where we can accomplish all of their goals. Well, you are walking that line. Peter. That's, uh, that's pretty good. You know, the, uh, for,
0: for both of you, I'm going to ask you, this is the time we uh, do the checklist. It's the part of the show where we take a little break and ask a couple of quick questions that you probably wouldn't find on a loan application. Um, I'm going I'll, to, I'll, I'll start with you, uh, Taylor. Let me ask, um, what's the best day you ever had at work?
2: Well, I just went through a loan application, just bought my first place. So I'm really happy that we don't have to do that again. <laughs> um, <laughs> best day I ever had at work. <sighs> I think I'm about to have it because oh, now that's a perfect <laughs> answer. because um, th- this doesn't sound exciting, but it's going to be so. Make It Right is redesigning our website, and more than just a website to present this is what we do, it's um, it's coming with two new platforms, which are tools that share all of the information that we've accumulated on building green affordably. So it'll come with a library, which is a Wikipedia-style resource, and then a laboratory, which is a forum where you can go in and chat with experts about what project you want to work on. This is for everyone from, You know, a young family who just bought their first house who wants to know what's the safest paint to put in my children's rooms, to structural engineers who want to find out how we do foundations in flood zones. So that's going to launch this month, and I'm hoping that's going to be my best day.
0: Well that that sounds like a great deal. I like the I like the fact that it's more than just these 150 homes. It's right. spreading what you've learned. Well, uh, we
2: are taking all the things that we have learned in New Orleans um, and using it to help people in other parts of the country now. So we consulted on a project in Newark that was to build an apartment building for disabled veterans and we're now working in Kansas City as well to um, to help out in a blighted neighborhood to bring to bring housing, community center, health cli- health clinic doing these projects the way that we do things with the knowledge that we've learned in New Orleans. So how and to make terrific. a lead platinum home that meets the highest standards of green building at a price that affordable housing um, can meet. So a, and, and this new platform is gonna is gonna hopefully help anyone in the world who wants to pick up and, and do things the way that we do them or discuss ideas, maybe how we could do it better. Um, it's it's built for us to to spread the conversation about affordable green homes.
0: Well, it that sounds like a great day. Hopefully, it's just around around the corner. Uh, Peter, what's the best day you've had? I need to work out to get the turtle
1: soup. I had oh, to get me a know. salad. Yeah, I know yeah. I'm a little that's, chunky, but. Come on. Oh, look at that. <laughs> oh, no, oh, this is all is. starting <laughs> to work out. This Every, is fine. Everybody gets a cup. <laughs> there. There's uh, a. <laughs> 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 and
0: give it to in a to go cup. They don't usually do that at Commander's, but I think we can work <laughs> <laughs> that out. <laughs> what's the best day you've had at work, Peter?
1: Well, it's actually uh, recently. Um, one of the things that we do that we that separates us from most of our competitors is that we have our own planting crews. And, and we have our, uh, old school farmers. We get out there and we actually plant our own trees. Um, and uh, about a couple of years ago, we realized that, that the skills that we're learning there uh, would translate to the coastal restoration process. And so we decided to get into uh, growing marsh grasses, Uh, growing trees, uh, and we have a nursery down outside of pointe a And one of the things that we did um, is black mangrove. We developed a a black mangrove, which is uh, in a few different spots in south Louisiana. It doesn't grow very far up because of the the, the ecosystem that you need um, and the temperature range that you can have. And so, now I've seen mangrove swamps in Florida. This correct. Is kind of a, yeah, which yeah. it holds the soils. So yeah. As you, I mean, it's, it's one of the reasons that Florida is able to stay. Uh, Florida. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so, um, what, what has been noticed historically is that the areas that have the black mangrove in, in South Louisiana uh, are more stable. And so, uh, we decided to go through the process of collecting the natural seed in the environment uh, and propagating it. And um, through uh, uh, we actually do a lot of work with different not-for-profits. And through uh, uh, an organization called Restore the Earth, we've actually done a couple of projects uh, down on the coast with the black mangrove. And so recently, I mean, we got hit with a pretty big hurricane with sustained winds. And so when we found out after the hurricane that not only uh, did it survive, but uh, actually uh, some land accreted and is going to give us a greater platform to expand that expand that black mangrove. Uh, it was pretty exciting. So and both of you it actually... It has nothing to do with selling mitigation credits, it's, You know, <laughs> which is pretty... It's exciting as a citizen. Yeah, exactly. I really have to get
2: you to talk to our landscape guys because I think you guys could just go to town. It be yeah. a lot of fun for all of them. Yeah. It's yep. fascinating.
0: So both of you used Isaac as a as a way to check out how you're doing. That's See, a, yeah. Let's take a look at our uh, lunch money. Uh, lunch money is our out-to-lunch stock portfolio. It's one of my uh, favorite parts of the of the show. First of all, some backdrop on the market. The uh, the market is measured by. The S&P 500 is at a four and a half year high. The Nasdaq is at a 12 year high, but it seems to be some kind of a stealth rally. I, I know when I give talks, I ask people if the market's up or down, and just about everybody thinks the market's down, and we're up 15% this year. So I don't know what's doing that. I, I sometimes you watch the news, and you you know you're hearing things like uh, you know in the heartland, people today are eating their young. You know, it's I don't know what they're what they're talking about. <laughs> Corporate <laughs> profits are at record levels. So we're building a portfolio of stocks chosen each week by our guests on the show and Taylor Peter. We'd like to get a pick, uh, a stock from each of you to add to the uh, add to the mix. Uh, Peter, which one do you want to give us?
1: We have a lot of forward-looking information in the energy companies, and so I'm actually precluded from uh, purchasing and participating in the market on many of our clients. And uh, so, we, but still, we track it, and we have fun little games that we do, and and we've done a lot of work. Uh, uh, Chenier Energy who's doing a, uh, a LNG facility on the Sabian Pass in south southwest. That's kind of where Texas and Louisiana yeah. meet. <laughs> Let me ask you about that project. You
0: know, one of the big things we've seen in Louisiana is the price of natural gas just virtually collapse. And that
1: facility, I guess, was originally built to uh, import yeah. natural gas, and now once the Haynesville was was explored, once the Barnett Shale was explored, uh, and the, the the international markets opened up it reversed. And so the Chenier is an exporting facility where they've already contracted the gas up uh, to Europe. Um, primarily. And if you ever want to know how things change
0: quickly, here's a situation where we're building something because we thought we'd be short of natural gas, now Correct. we don't know what to do with
1: it. So this is a... That's Which, considering the the energy uh, environment in America is an absolute positive in Oh, I, it's, it's a game-changer. Game and the ticker symbol there is, uh, they have the best
0: symbols, LNG. So exactly. they, they worked out. Taylor, do you have a stock for
2: us? I do. So I think it's really important that people know um, that green businesses build businesses that provide green products can do well in the market. So two companies that we've worked with who donate products to our projects are Benjamin Moore who makes paint, everybody knows them. And uh, Shaw Floors, they do our carpet and our hardwood floors, and they provide products that are non-toxic, made of recyclable materials. I think
0: I see the common denominator here. What oh,
2: is it? Oh, I bet you do. They're both Berkshire Hathaway companies. That's Warren Buffett's so, uh, company? Yep, so this is a really easy one. Um, definitely not as insider or as exciting as Peter's, but I have to go with Berkshire Hathaway.
0: Well, that'll be great. I'd very few people have lost money going with Warren Buffett, so that's, <laughs> okay. uh, that works Safe. out great. <laughs> uh, Taylor Royal, Peter Kuig, we've taken a look at sustainability from home architecture to major industry. It's been an ambitious undertaking, but you've both been very interesting and informative, and I've really enjoyed this. Uh, thanks so much for joining me now Out to Lunch.
2: Thank Thank you, Peter. Peter.
0: I learned a lot. Uh, My guests on Out to Lunch today have been Taylor Royal, Communications Director for Make It Right, and Peter Kuig, President and CEO of Resource Environmental Solutions. To find out more about the houses Make It Right is building or the Industry Resource Environmental Solutions is building, follow the links on our website. It's neworleans.com and WWNO. I'd also like to put a plug in for September 28th uh, is the annual Tulane Business Forum, uh, which is going to have some great business speakers, including some great topics uh, on entrepreneurships this year. So if you're interested, that's at www.tulanebusinessforum.com. Edu. Our show is produced live over lunch at Commander's Palace in New Orleans. Commander's Palace serves lunch Monday through Friday, jazz brunch on Saturday and Sunday with live music and dinner seven nights a week. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our web designer and digital guru is Dr. Cliff Brigden. Jennifer Smith is our researcher. Mitch Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. You can keep up with our continuing adventures in Crescent City Commerce by liking It's New Orleans on Facebook. And you can sign up for our mailing list at it's it'sneworleans.com, You can follow us on Twitter. We're at it's New Orleans. To listen to past shows or get this show as a podcast, go to wwno.org or it's Out to Lunch is a production of INO broadcasting and WWno for it'sneworleans.com and WWno 89.9 FM. until we meet again around the table here at Commander's Palace. I'm Peter Rashitti. Thanks for joining me on out to Lunch. Major support for Out to Lunch provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937, now with more than 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, online at joneswalker.com. Additional support for Out to Lunch from Fidelity Homestead Savings Bank and Resource Management, Inc.